beginning of Act Two. Alice had its moments to talk to each of you, bestow some gifts, some work, some help upon you all as he focuses his own efforts on what he needs to get done here. The dome's being being placed somewhat um, specifically in this sense here. Um, as Irv, you can begin to swing this and get a, get a feel for how much effort this, this guy is going to require from you. I'm going to waste energy. Swing it when I need to swing it. It shatters glass. Oh, shit. As the lava bubbling throughout is still a perpetual sense and that sulfuric gas to it. But mostly I imagine you guys stick within your domes here. Mm-hmm. Um, anything you guys would like to do this first night? Um, Al's completely busy doing what he's doing. Um, so you guys are, are free to, to pass throughout, um, or if you can pass throughout all three. Um, I, I think all three all three of you can pass, um, but who made this one here? That was you. Norman would be stuck. Yeah, so you can't pass through this one here. Mm-hmm. You guys are free to traverse through um, however you wish, if you want to have any chats amongst yourselves. But for this first night, you have no jobs. It's just, it's all on him. Otherwise, I'm happy to move past. But again, I want to give you guys plenty of almost awkward amounts of opportunity to have discussions if you so choose. So where are our heads at? I know we're all worried about Al and his grief, but I mean... There's still a lizard man crawling about. Maybe. That's true. One of them got away. If it's immune to fire and it didn't get into the lava. Don't, it could glide. I don't know. Could it fly? It, I, know, I don't know. Well, I, these, I've sh- these did a lot, but they didn't turn me into a fucking druid. <laughs> Druids don't know everything about every creature. Well, I could have told you that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fine. yeah. The creature this druid knows least is women, I suppose. <laughs> I don't know. Panther's up there too. So. Pussy, <laughs> God. <laughs> Damn. You know, if I if you weren't fiery before, I'd say those have made you a little edgy. Or is it something else? Tomorrow I'll go down into that room and light the fire. Whatever that means. Yeah, I guess. Are you sure you're okay with this? Does it matter? Yeah. It's your autonomy and your freedom in this regard. Does any of it matter anymore? Are we comfortable with anything? With we, any of this? We do what needs doing. So there you go, I'll do what needs doing. Oh, great. Okay. That's that's fine as long as that's a decision that you've choosing to make. Honestly. Do you have something you'd like to say, Anaxoria? Nothing that I don't think either of you feel already. 
Why don't you tell me how I feel? It's just one thing after another, isn't it? We do what needs to be done. But around every corner is a trick. Never feels like we're ahead of it. And what's it all going to be worth? Well, the shiny prize at the end of this trek through the mud is a giant battle where most of your friends will probably die. And, after and that? there's a good chance darkness will engulf everything. Yeah. So should we quit? I don't know. The boy asked if it's really what we want. Maybe I'm just sick of hearing that. Perhaps you understand. Is it really ever what you want? No. Or is it what you feel like you have to do? Everyone's, don't do it if it doesn't make you happy. There are so many options. You can do so many other things. You're needed everywhere. Don't you ever get fucking sick of that, Urfael? Yeah. So sorry if I'm a little bit fucking edgy, but come on. At least you should know. Ain't nobody making you carry that weight but you, Annie. No, I'll just die like a sheep in a few months instead. No, what I'm saying is you can either fight or die like a sheep in a few months. Doesn't it look like I'm fighting? Yeah. I was just wondering if there's something you want to talk about. If you just wanted to bitch and war about bitch and moan about what needs doing, then he's got two ears for that. <laughs> yeah. It's true, I do. It does kind of feel like the weight of the world is put upon us for some reason. I don't know if anybody's necessarily even asked us to do that. It's more like we put the weight of the world on ourselves. I don't know if we have a responsibility to anyone or anything to do anything. All I know is if I get knocked down seven times, I'm sure as shit getting up eight. Damn. So, whatever that means I have to do in a couple months, that's what that means. I would like to be as prepared for it as possible. This has not been fun, but usually saving people and handling disasters that other people can't isn't. And if we succeed, what then? Whatever the fuck you want. There are no chains upon you. You can fucking fly through the air. People love you. You you sing such sweet melodies that people would bow down before you and gladly kiss the dirt you don't even walk upon that you're flying over. Mm-hmm. So There's you can do whatever you want, Annie. Love and understanding, though. You have this entire fucking deal. Do you think any of them will ever understand you? No, but they don't need to. That doesn't make you lonely? Or you? Doesn't make you lonely? It does. Yeah. You don't feel like there's... In the past few months, suddenly there's this barrier keeping you from being normal? Like, no one's ever going to get it. each other up when we're not able to 
can't do it alone. We can listen to each other when we can't keep it inside. And hopefully we can understand each other where others cannot. Feels like every step we take, we're one step further away from ever belonging. Belonging where exactly? Exactly. Well, because you sure as heck have a home here. You're the closest thing that can I got. And if we go back to oh, the guild, you're I the least you weird. Here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, sir, I mean, in the tiny little kiln. <laughs> this butthole of the fireplace ain't a bad place either, but I think you could do better. You wouldn't even be the weirdest motherfucker there. <laughs> now, if you're talking about you feel like you don't belong in the court city, then I don't even understand that place, <clears throat> but I know you're too good for it. So, you gotta shake that nonsense off and, I don't know, make your own path. Make them follow you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. You're already lonely. You feel like the guild is gonna be enough for you? <sighs> I don't know if anything's enough for Earth Dull Steel. Uh, my neck is stuck like this. One second. Ow, 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 ow. Uh, uh, but. I mean, it's a start. And the veil for you? I don't know. Maybe the veil in time. But I think the things we've seen and things we've done that will take a long time to. Well, some hearts that'll be too deep, probably. Um, we can't necessarily just roll over and expire as well as we could. But I don't know. If the environment that we're in is not adequate enough, maybe it's a goal to strive to make it better. To constantly improve and adapt and shift to be <coughs> a little bit more comfortable, a little bit better off than the day before. Sometimes that's all we can do. I know that if we just give in to our despair and our sadness, that we will be no better than a stone in a wall, immovable, cold, but we can instead be part of something greater and continue to adapt and breathe like fire. Adapt. I should have stayed in that fucking water when I jumped off the boat. Hmm. It would have been a shorter time, I suppose. Why are you going to die sooner than both of you? 
What do you mean, like, as an old spinster? Well, I hate to break it to you, Raphael, but yes, tieflings live far shorter than dwarves. We may be taller, but we live shorter. I know, but I mouth off to the wrong people all the time. If you think I'm making it past 100, you're, you're a fool. Sure. <laughs> if anything, the kids can outlive both of us by hundreds. Oh, definitely. With that elf blood, he ain't going anywhere. Oof. I mean, he moves small, slow like a tree. Mm-hmm. Look how smooth that skin's getting. It's like porcelain. Most people get more wrinkles as they get older. You get less. Oh, I don't know about that. But we'll see. It's because we stress them out. <laughs> it's true. He'll look like Al next week after this venture. <laughs> say there's probably things in this world that we don't understand fully. I know that there are people we have met who seems like they have should have expired a long time ago from age, but seem like they have not. And I do not know why or how. I understand the magics that now course through me, but I don't think they're the same. I would like to point out most of those weren't bards. In fact, none of them were bards. We're not exactly known for uh, remaining inconspicuous enough to yeah. stay alive. Yeah. You'd make a wonderful bard. <laughs> I don't think I'd be half bad. Let me see. I'll try a hand at it. Here's something someone once told me. Maybe I'll help you in this moment. I think how it goes. Hold on, I'm actually trying to remember a poem here. Oh, I should. Um, stand back. The tree that never had to fight for sun and sky and air and light, but grew out on the open plain and always got its share of rain, never became a forest king, but lived and died a scrubby thing. The man who never had to toil to gain and farm his patch of soil who never had to earn his share of sun and sky and light and air, never became a manly man, but lived and died as he began. Good timber does not grow with ease. The stronger winds, the stronger trees. The further sky, the greater length. The more the storm, the more the strength by sun and cold, by rain and snow, in trees and men, good timbers grow. Where thickest lies the forest growth, you'll find the patriarchs of both, and they hold counsel with the stars, whose broken branches show the scars of many winds and much of strife. This is the common law of life. Holy fuck, how many people can do that? I feel like I just got part of inspiration. Holy shit. Thank you, thank you. I don't even think the motherfucker that wrote that could that do was, that. that was, that was, I was like, once, once you get going, that poem is pretty That's easy. A that was a tough Leo one. That's a poem, though. I like it. Damn, thank you, thank it you, thank you. It makes me think of you. <coughs> Holy fuck. Anyway. Damn. <clears throat> yeah, she needed to be spoken to like a bard. <laughs> Excellent to do that. That was fun. Yeah, I... Why do you so ever I talk am to me? Off on you. Huh? I, said, I don't know why you talk to me. 
my words. I know it doesn't make it easier, and it doesn't make the fears and the pains go away, but no matter how much you worry, I mean, I, I don't, I ain't planning on going anywhere. Yeah. Not if I can help it. <laughs> so instead of worrying about what's to come, try to enjoy what we got while we got it. Yeah, this place sucks balls. I'm not talking for the next week. <laughs> like, like we, something we have to look forward to, right? Isn't it on a week? Yeah. yeah. Upcoming yeah. Nupt- nuptials? Yes, to Elperus. Mm-hmm. No. Eklund. You said it wrong. <laughs> Wait, no, you said it wrong. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so. You did. Yes. Yeah. When we get out of here, do I not just go straight to the Quad City? I suppose we'll need to see. Mm-hmm. It would make sense for you to be there to prep for things, but... Well, my dress is in Highmont. Yeah. And the wedding's in at the Dome, and the groom is in the Court City. Man, this sounds like... We got a romance novel in the making. If one of you don't start writing this down, I'm going to get pissed. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it does seem... Had we discussed our honeymoon options yet? or no. Uh, what do you think? I think that knowing how fast it's coming in your own journeys and how long you might be away, I think it would make sense if you have shared that, that he shared with you, if that's what you're asking. I think he's made his wishes clear to you. Whether or not you agree with them, that's up to you. We are honeymooning in Heimat, so that will make our travels after easier as we can all go together and then you two will leave us the fuck alone yeah as you command mistress madani Mm -hmm. no don't like the ring of it i don't know or don't like the man who gave you the ring i love him Mm, what does love mean what does love mean it means that he sees my worst and likes it okay it's that kind of love. I've been in that kind of love. That's fun. Hang on to that. It's a wild ride. I mean, you're about to start that. Maybe. She's a fucking firecracker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Well, you just let me know what's needed from me. A ride, primarily, at some point. Yeah. Although I can do two of them on my own. But yeah, but... Yes, and then you won't see much of us. We are staying at one of the resorts instead, so oh, okay. so we will visit. To, but I don't need to make anything special. No. Okay. No, we will make enough special stuff on our own. Great. No offense, guys, but after this week, I think I'll have seen enough of you that if you don't visit, I won't be hurt. He is mm. insisting upon seeing where I spend my other time. Mm. Well, there you go. Good for him, I guess. But on him, I mean, I we could throw a party. I mean, if you he's do that, everybody in Highmont will know he's there. Yes, because he doesn't know how to disguise himself. That's true, it depends on how drunk he gets. I don't know how he holds his liquor. <laughs> Seems like there's a story with that one. No, I was just trying to decide if it was the L-I-Q or the L-I-C-K type. Because <laughs> otherwise he holds her very close. You are um. right. This topic is cheering me up immensely. 
Good. I'm glad. Yeah, we'll get there. No, you two... No one else knows we're getting married right now, so... Not even Eklund. That's surprising. Is Anna and the queen? No. No one. No one in the court city. No one. Mm-hmm. Is there a reason for that? It's apparently not official until we do the big hubbub. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Found that. Where people right. can ask. Documents. For things from us. Isn't it supposed to be the other way around? <laughs> Is this like a dragon mark marriage thing? Yeah. Wow. That seems stupid. No. Excuse me. I just broke every bone in my body. <laughs> if y'all need a bunny right now, I can make a bunny. I mean, you can put them back together, but does the bunny stop the ache, the crack, the bruises? No, but I could distract you by hammering something on your head. <laughs> Excuse me. Calm down now. <laughs> that is, those are the sound, I sound. Those are him hammering at his thing and the echo sort of throughout this place. Yeah, if I had a sound track that also went into my thing, right? I would do that as well. <laughs> you don't have that pre-recorded in the loop? Well, unless you guys need me for something else, I got a long day of swinging something heavy tomorrow and I gotta swing that hammer too, so... <laughs> Right. Yeah. Well, that sounds good. Your muscles are uh, tight. I'm gonna go take a bath. I'm sorry. What now? I'm gonna go try to take a bath. Where? Pointing at the lava. Oh god. Is that a uh, whatever? Should be. I would think so. Otherwise, she hit her head pretty hard in that last fight. <laughs> I'm going to go try to take a bath in the lava. You walk out here, you immediately feel the heat, but to you it's more of a... Did she do it in there? It's like a personal hot tub. You (laughs) can. Do do, do you want to hop in there? Or is your goal like this? Oh, you're not not jaw jumping down? No. Okay. No. Mm -hmm. That's more fun. uh, (laughs) It's a huge bath and switch. Sort of test your own might and your own um, stuff. You don't clap your your hands. You just know. You just... Hold your hand over into you. You can feel the heat, though it doesn't feel. It feels hot, but it doesn't feel like painful to you. Even just holding your hand over it, as you two are sort of watching, like, there's no way. Does it have to do this thing here? You just dunk your hand in, hold it up, and it just kind of. can't imagine somebody flicking lava thousands of degrees mm-hmm. off of her fingers as if it was water from a big trough. Feels fine to me. Well, enjoy your solo bath. <laughs> yeah, don't think I'll be joining on this one today. Keep Maybe tomorrow as a fire elemental. <laughs> there you go. You... Jump in. It is a weird thing because lava is not really a liquid. No, it's right? thick. So it's I thick. like. So you're more like floating bath. on top, and you try and sink down, but it's moving. And you're kind of like, well, this sure looks cool. I hope. But <laughs> it, it, that's the thing. It doesn't Fucked feel. Up. It feels hot, 
That's the key thing. It feels incredibly hot. It's not really comfortable to you at all. But, and you feel like there's like rocks moving into you. It's not too far in. Com- I don't want well, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's I'm a like- good flex. I just want, want you to know yep. that you don't take fire damage, mm-hmm. but you can still sense the intense hotness from it. And remember, you can ignore temperatures up to a degree on there. Mm-hmm. Being literally submerged in lava is a much higher. So within a minute or two, you're like, like literally, you can't breathe, breathe in easily. Mm-hmm. But you've proven Don't to happen. yourself, and you flex to these two that you can literally submerge yourself in lava, in, in lava without repercussion from a damage standpoint, at least. Mm-hmm. But then I will hop out. We have to remember that lava's insanely hot, and we can possibly imagine as hot. So oh, even yeah. the air is like. <clears throat> Not like it really ex- mm-hmm. existence, but I can last thirty seconds. Yeah, I can so. submerge myself in water. I could last close to a minute if I was raging. <laughs> but as you I step out, <laughs> most lava, most lava, forgetting what would happen to the actual physical <clears throat> form. Like, oh, you'd be gone for less. It at least would harden to like when she steps out. It would harden to black molten rock. She'd have to shale. But it doesn't happen. It just kind of sloughs off. And as you take some steps on your on your furred foxen feet, you just leave glowing molten footprints behind you until enough steps where they just kind of harden over into darkness as you put back on your shadow cloak that I toga it. Toga Does it make you stronger too, like physically? Or is the next time you come out of the, the lava bath if I splash you with water and it hardens, would you be able to break out? We can test it. <laughs> You can yeah. see how fast you can run at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I think that would be a fun test. <laughs> yeah. I don't know the limits of this. I didn't either with precedent. So it's fun to it's fun to push. So. I have a feeling hunting phoenixes will be a heck of a lot easier in the future. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Queen of the fire plane. Oh, if only I could have just stuck to the hells. No, your reign is supreme. I'm sure it wouldn't hurt there either. Probably not. Not to bring up a sore subject, but Daddy's final arena was plenty sweaty. Hella hot. <laughs> nice. My inheritance, do you think? Do they do that down there? Talk if I know. Well, I mean, you killed him. I think that's how you inherit your father's <laughs> kingdom down there. However. No. Yeah. Demon law, baby. Demon law. How are we gonna buy you back from the bonfire king? Oh. I don't. Buy me back? I don't know. You might be able to do that, but. His is more of a favor. Am I a man of my word thing? Hmm. Unfortunately, that's got me by the short hairs more than the short little shit grabbing me by the short hairs. Killed him too. Mm. We all got debts to pay. No. Yeah. Mine is just because you two chuckle fox. <laughs> yeah, that was not one of my finer moments. Hey, you weren't all to blame. Some of it Honestly. was on Anaxoria. Forget to turn to stuff. I did a solid job. <laughs> well, I like that. That was good. <laughs> I can't argue with that. <laughs> 
And I mean, I did try to cut you in half a little bit. So mm-hmm. yeah, you're between you're between a rock and a hard place. You keep trying to make those arguments. Yeah. Well. No. I guess I've drawn the short stick. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the short. <laughs> oh! Nah, but like I said, uh, I'm more concerned on fighting for that future to pay those debts. Lucky yeah. you. Lucky you. Yeah. I can admit, there's something I don't like about being under someone's thumb. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everything I know about you would say that. Hmm. So. Well, I'll either pay it back or we'll kill the debtor. Speaking of that, getting out of someone's thumb and killing the debtor, what's our plan with the Archlector now? Yeah, depends on actually living. If we're planning on going just up north on our own will or. Yeah, because get the impression we have to, right? A week here, three days to rest, your wedding, right? That's the plan? Yeah. Three days, if everything goes well. Then I go on tour. For how long? Wait, no, well, your honeymoon too. So like we're talking mm-hmm. three days after the wedding, that's all we're getting. Okay, three more days. And then you have your crown uh your voice duties, is that what yeah. you're talking about? Yeah, where are we going? Some elf city? I think I'm Somerset. going like everywhere. Oh, just you. Almost everyone. And then at okay. some point, I am bringing you to, I believe, mm-hmm. to the, um, I can see it on the map. And Scarland. Don't, thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, Scarland. Yep, Scarland. On official business, but quickly so they cannot say no. Hmm. To talk to Kin, King Morty. Mutsunir? Mutsunir. Mutsunir. That was Mozzarella. close. Mozzarella. King Mozzarella. I wanted to say Mortieri. <laughs> what? I wanted to say Mortieri. <laughs> Mortieri. That's King not Mortier. right. Mozzanier. Mm-hmm. So that will be one of the big ones. So that will need to be done. To suss out if the threat from the north truly is keeping them as busy as they say they are, or if they are biding their time. Sure. And letting us weaken ourselves. That does seem like a sneaky dwarf tactic. Is that what you're thinking? Not a sneaky dwarf tactic. I was thinking it's a paranoid, I'm going to wait for my enemies to kill all the things that could threaten me. Yeah, the old Stone King isn't known for moving fast. Yeah. I mean, paranoia is how they're raised. You get the crown there by <coughs> regicide. Yeah. So... And who's he? Why does he decide who gets to be king? <laughs> it is the process in which you kill the previous monarch. And so generally the children may kill each other to figure out who gets to do that mm. and then they will kill the previous ruler. A lot of times now it's ceremonial the previous ruler is already on their deathbed. They will be stabbed or such by the heir they want. Sure. Sorry, Daddy, but I like my mace. Boom. <laughs> 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 Ceremonial nut punch. Dwarves are fucking <laughs> stupid. <laughs> 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 <la
Sorry, Dad, I'm a boxer. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Daddy. I'll be such a good kid. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, I'm sorry you got to deal with that, but that does not sound fun. I'm going straight to hell's. <laughs> You're coming with me. Wait, what? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Hold on. Show me the coin deal that I agreed to that. It is right here. Ah, well, okay, you got me with that one. Yeah. All right, well, I guess I got nothing better to do. I mean, unless one of you can give me a ride up north, but I can wait. How far up north? Back to uh, Ice Wall. Yeah. We can get you there. Well, I'll say she can get you there. Yeah. Well, Technically, then. Was it, there was a, a circle, circle there, right? Yes. yes. Okay. I have it I have it etched. Right. I might take a look at that at some point, because I could plane shift straight there if mm-hmm. we're somewhere else. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have your wizard's book. I could share with you most of my circles. I mean, it's mainly only if we think going north is still worth it before we're truly needed for the warfront efforts, but it is... The biggest lead we had to our enemy's objective, so... I guess we'll figure out how big the boom is when it drops. Yes. So... Maybe it'll just be a silent end to the war, and then hostilities that are just small. Probably not. I'm guessing it's going to be giant fanfare and hell of a presentation. Yeah, what do you think his plan is? I mean, this whole truce thing seems weird on his part. He has soldiers he doesn't care about, pawns that he wouldn't even use to wipe his ass. Mm-hmm. If he shits. I don't know. He's weird. But... He probably just goes into the void. <laughs> <laughs> you sure know? He's just using the time to attend. gather. But why? Like, if his goal is bigger than destroying countries, like, if he wants to destroy return everything to the void. Why would a war between mortals even matter? I think it's kind of like when you get bitten by a mosquito. Mm-hmm. It do these babies. <laughs> yeah. You still scratch at it and it's temporary relief from the itch. So he's planning on how to exterminate all mosquitoes, but he's still scratching. I'm assuming. And also it weakens us enough and splits all of our powerful players up, pits us against one another, mm-hmm. so that we can't all come at him at once. Hmm. Perhaps there is still some mortality to him. Intelligence. I think that's it. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe let me put it this way. I don't like grasshoppers. They gross me out. I don't like them the way they crunch, anything about them, the way they look at you before they leap, they're unpredictable, whatever. Yeah. I'm not crawling in to a bin full of grasshoppers unless they have something in there that I really want. I'm not dealing with those fuckers. Mm-hmm. I can just not... I'm Who's not. the grasshoppers in this scenario? Though? We are mortals, and he's me. Okay, but he's already admitted that he's stuck in the bin of grasshoppers. He can hear the buzzing. He can hear the crunch every moment. That's, that's my point. Grasshoppers are around. But I'm not jumping into the bin with them unless I'm looking for something they have in there. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just saying that's where my head's at. I think it's the way, the way I understood is with the bugs analogy. 
Mm-hmm. It's not just that he's annoyed. It's like... Even when he's trying to simply exist and ignore it, he can feel them all hundreds upon thousands of legs of them crawling on every inch of his body, crawling into his ears, his nose, his mouth, when he opens it to scream. Everything. He can't get out of the box and he can't ignore it. Mm. Yeah, kind of like the torment of the Furies. Torment I was in. Mm. So you think this war is all just for spite? No, I think it's a distraction. For him? No. For us. us. That's my point. That's a lot to go through just to distract us when he could just go about, do his thing, and obliterate us however he plans to. Am I making sense? So we're kind of saying the same thing in different ways, Mm -hmm. I think. Like if he was just quiet and going about his business, nobody would even know about artifacts and just go and collect them. Unless maybe he's hoping to draw something out. For instance, attack the court city with a giant <clears throat> alien ship. Some crazy-ass wizard shows up and locks it with gold chains. You get what I'm saying? Looking for people who would wield the power. I mean, if he's looking for powerful artifacts, yeah. Yeah. So kind of using it as a dousing rod. I suppose. Just one thought. No, well, that's... A good thought as to why you would even bother. So, but there's something to be in the bloodline of the rulers in the court city too. Mm-hmm. <coughs> you mean Elspeth and Manuel and stuff? Mm-hmm. What do you mean in their bloodline? Like, like my bloodline? I'm not sure, but it seemed like they were seeking them out more than just to annihilate. Royalty. I know Elsbeth can go all angel, right? <coughs> mm-hmm. Okay. That's that's public knowledge now. Like she's the Messiah was sort of like leveraged because gotcha, gotcha, she gotcha, went gotcha. that form at the Opera House. Yes, but even after that, at the funeral per- procession thing at, mm-hmm. the, at the pavilion of the host, when yeah. somebody had cast an illusion on the thing, yes, they yes, could yes, go, yes, yes, I yes. denounce her. She's kind of like I'm an angel, you know. So it's it's right. words gotten out now. I don't think you've seen it unless you were at the. No, that was, that was my thing. Is like I don't think yeah. I've directly seen no, it. No, but you've heard us. Oh, she has wings and can okay. That's what I was she trying has, to remember. Well, she didn't show you. Yeah. <laughs> she was flying when I struck her down. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't she? No. So, yeah, maybe there's something to that, too. I mean, no, because you, you said the priest, man. I can't remember his name. The aspect of the soul. Mm-hmm. They, he said they had three at one point. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so we knew where Firesong was. We know where the other one is. Right? It was life and... What was it? Life. Mm-hmm. Will. Will. And... Creation. creation. Was that right? Creation. And void. Well, no, they had, they had we three. We know he has. No. Totally. Yes. But So we don't know where those two are. Creation and will. We have not seen any trace of those. We know he has life. We know he has void. We know where transformation is. Mm-hmm. We hid that away. Yes, yes, we did. Never find that one, motherfucker. And, uh... No. So, yeah. That leaves power, energy, 
What was that one called? Right? Energy, I think, was fun. Void. Life. Creation. Transformation. Will. Power. Energy. 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 There we go. Mm -hmm. well, so, and I if he has... I need some mornings because coffee doesn't put it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know where transformation is. Mm -hmm. What the table knows exactly is yes. not a pop bar debate. And you've yep. seen, you know, he has two of two avoid in life, and you've seen him through. You have rec records seeing him through the monocle on um, Don Seeker. Yes, yes. Did Don Seeker mm -hmm. um, that he has three now? What the third one is, you don't know. Yeah. So there's yeah, two okay. completely unaccounted for. One that he has that you don't know. Which I think is what you were saying. Mm -hmm. No, one hundred percent. Now, some of the stuff you described in your vision—I don't know how much of that. For instance, these meteors he calls to destroy towns. I don't know how much of that is him being the gifted mage that he is, or if that's maybe a hint to, to another one of these maybe. things. But he could be using one we already know about. I don't know how the fuckers work. Yeah. And Maybe that energy. is a war crime, right? Technically, not that it matters. Yeah, yeah but I mean, using that spellcraft would be, I think. Just consider that. That and a cloud kill. Okay. And circle of death. Circle what death. Has a, the three of the bigger. Um, what card are you pulling? Yeah, hmm? ones. What's your point? Yeah. I'm just trying to keep it all straight. In my oh, mind. okay. That's okay. all. Keep that in mind because I have a war crime attached to this staff. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a cloud kill. kill. Yeah, Apoxis Accords were certain spells that were that were so devastating on the bat battlefield that they were the Apoxis Accords were like if you use these, then you're opening a flood. You become flood everyone's game. enemy. You know, mm -hmm. sort of like the nuclear deterrent, right? Like, yep. sure, you can launch a nuke at us, but you better hope that you fucking wipe us up because if you don't, we're launching a buttload at you sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So ever since the Apoxys Accords, which was um, a March Imperator um, Apoxys, who had named himself that, but was also king of Agristone hundreds of years ago, rampantly used these things, and people, that was when all the realms came and just fucking annihilated them. It's lucky that um, Agristone wasn't divided up and essentially so sold off to, mm -hmm. to the others. But to make amends, they all, they paid an enormous amount, and... Copy. Yeah. Agristone, despite the fact that it's the biggest landmass and quite powerful now, for many years, it's like, like, like Germany was very weak after World War II, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. They were very weak, and to this day, they still are like, yeah, we fucked up, that, that ain't no thing. Very much that sort of, but that was so long ago now that people, like, for us, World War II was only um, 80 years ago or so, right? Less, less than that? Mm -hmm. No, it was about that. For them, it was centuries ago, right? Mm -hmm. So memories fade, because unless you're like an, an elf or a dwarf, and that sort of helps explain why elves and dwarves are really like on the either side of Agastone, like, yeah, still kind of fucked Screw like, you guys. Like, my grandpa was in that war, an, 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 an elf, or like, like a dwarf. My great-grandpa was in that war, whereas humans are most probably, they're kind of like, yeah, I guess some bad guy did some bad things. Didn't really affect me any. Mm -hmm. Just sort of did, but you comes on right on all the things that you're saying, just want to add that. Things like Fireball and Lightning Bolt, which are far more devastating because more people can cast them, are accepted in the same way that in our world, missiles and grenades are. Sure, mm -hmm. they're fucking cheap ass things, but it is the way that war has gone. But there mm -hmm. are certain things where we're like, don't use chemical weapons, mm -hmm. don't bring meteors down, down to destroy city hubs, that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. Obviously, um, as as you were saying, your friendly enemy does not seem to care about that. No, 
or it is enough of a deterrent that he's not going to care about the repercussions that there was discussions, which I think is what you're getting to. There were just, there were discussions on the Western side, like, do we use these against him? Or are we violating our own accords? Are we stooping to that to that level if we do so? Nobody really has an answer. It's like, well, let's see to what de what degree that happens. Mm -hmm. So to what level do we help wipe out his armies? Or do we focus on the back end? Or do we do a little of both? Because yeah. between the three of us, how many do you think we could take down? Depends on how many they line up. I do mean that literally. I mean, I can cause a tsunami. <laughs> I'll tell you how my arms feel after swinging this hammer for the next seven days. Yeah. Ready for another 700? Yep. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping maybe, like I said, his, this war is not something he is passionate about. So I'm hoping maybe if we can smack the enemy back hard enough, quick enough, we can end it quickly and have them see the error of following his manipulations. Maybe. Maybe. But. Yeah, I don't think we'll necessarily be. I mean, we could do a tremendous amount on the, the, the front lines, but our efforts might be better focused on the back. And secret missions and so that we can end the larger threat than people who are swinging ineffective steel. Swinging ineffective steel. Ballsy words for the boy who's within swinging steel range. <laughs> yeah, there's a difference between what a commoner can do with a what, you know, blunt stick and what you could do with your bare hands even. We all started somewhere. Yeah. We did, but how fast are they going to progress? Yeah. They don't all have gods in them, Raphael. Uh, mm -hmm. Or their ancestors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, was that a butt sex joke? <laughs> no, that was a compliment. <laughs> She says that you reach reach over, grab her by, by, by the neck, and snap her neck. You're shocked that Norman doesn't react until you realize that you didn't do that at all. But you feel as if your hand was just on her flesh. It goes away quickly, but you absolutely get the distinct impression of that just happened. That's all. Such a fleeting That's thing. That's all. That's to, the, all. to the moment where, you're, where your heart goes... Why didn't Norman stop me? Yeah. And then it's gone, just like that. You even feel your own chuck chuckling kind of catch as that happens. <clears throat> yeah. Well, they should be so lucky. I'm going to go to sleep. All right. Sure. Are you okay taking first watch if I rest as well? Yeah, I did the... Um... I didn't get nearly his heart. So, you all take your rest. You've got a lot of work to do. I just have to um, keep it moist. I got you. 
you all go to your, um, I actually zoomed in here explicitly to a range that is, makes more sense for a non-combat non scenario, because obviously humans are not five foot squares, mm -hmm. so I thought this was actually a more accurate representation of size in relation to things, and how big the circle actually is, because again, you can snuggle up, and th th three of you could be in theory being one five foot five square, but I'm just saying, so this, this was a deliberate thing I did <clears throat> here, yeah. helps express space versus what we consider your space during combat when you're swinging. Yeah, mm. the amount of area that you control. Yes. <coughs> you sleep. You sleep. You humidify. <laughs> um, Alphastus <laughs> does take some rest himself, but you two have a nice sound machine in the background, a consistent sort of... Um, he's using spellcraft such as... Um, Sorry, I keep wanting to say ice blast, but it's not um, ray of frost. Ray of frost, and he keeps on. He is using like he. This guy has multiple of those small chests he opens, and then then a big chest appears. And inside <coughs> of that, he has multitude of those. And inside of those, he has tools. He has this. He has that. <coughs> he has a lot of those things. And you got to remember, Al's been doing this for a long time. He's probably one of the wealthiest people that's not within like the arcane. Congress who exists, right? So this yeah. guy has a lot of tools at his disposal that he's pulled. The only, only rule is you can't put one of those in one of those. Otherwise, things get really... Yeah, um, but in his backpack, he has plenty of those things. His backpack is even yeah, magical in and of itself. So he is doing a lot of work with a lot of different hammers and a lot of different scrolls that he lays out and does whatnot. You have a nice sound machine here to that. Norman, you cannot leave your circle, but you can get closer to Al as your comrade sleeps. Is there anything you want to say to Al or do? He's pretty busy, obviously, but there's an opportunity for you if you wanted to have a moment just to an Al to briefly speak. You could, is all I'm saying. You don't have to by any means at all. No, I think no one would just say, I'm assuming you're probably busier than you might be later on, but if you ever need to chat, I remember that, he says, as he's hammering some nails into this mm -hmm. apparatus. Well, if there's anything I can get for you. Mm -hmm. You see the sweat just dripping down his face. He does not have the luxury of your humidifying elements here. As, uh, as distant as he moved from this thing, he's still, you know, within an area of intense lava churning there. Not that it's being coming up right now, it's just there. Mm -hmm. Uh, give me a quick insight check. Sure. Plus five. Uh, all right, so 18. You get a sense for <clears throat> better or for worse, probably for worse from your goals, maybe better for him, maybe worse also. An element of this is maybe just this, this makes sense because mm -hmm. this way, this is within a zone, this is within a zone, you, the people here are safe from it and whatnot. But there's an element of penance to it as well mm -hmm. you know he's not with your relatively cool humidifying you're not like as you guys were ta talking i imagine you were just casually like saying hey you look a little bit warm here's some press you know kind of like dumps that he's not just, getting just, the, just the benefit cool. of that at all <coughs> furthermore though he could come to you perhaps you mm -hmm. can't go to him yeah so there's an an, an element you you get a sense that there's an element of i don't get that comfort until i'm done with my job mm -hmm. sort of thing here 
Even so, he is free from the more egregious effects, but he is 15 feet away from a source of lava itself. Okay. You all sleep. I'm going to zoom forward a bit here, okay? Mm -hmm. Next day comes. Um, I'm going to split up a few things here. First and foremost, we can stop this sound because... Um, as, as Annie, as you wake up, um, he does inform you that it is done. And it's kind of, it's one of those funny things from your standpoint, there's no difference at all. There might be a few new things here or another nail or whatever here, but it looks the same to you. Um, you saw him get a, a little bit of sleep here and there, maybe like a, a, an hour here, an hour there, but he's working on it almost all night. You don't see a big difference in this astrolabe sort of apparatus thing, like a mechanical representation of the, the planes and how they interact. Those of the um, those of, of the elemental plane being closer in the center compared to those. One thing that has changed significantly, though, is he's completely extended a new arm. Um, a short one, and he's moved the the red stone from the top, where it was like the focal point, to the side, and he's put a different stone in the top there instead. And he um, looks at you, just sweat. You ready to light this forge? You sure that thing will work? We can test it. Nope, let's just do it. No need to waste resources. I don't know how long, how many times it will do it, but I, I think we're safe for a while. A lot of, lot of juice in these stones, and you flex one of them. It just makes like a mm -hmm. so. Well, if I need to stay down there the entire fucking time, I will. So that we don't make that run out. We all make sacrifices for those we care about. Sacrifice. I think at least I'll have some peace. He closes his down into the chest. Closes his smaller version of it. Tucks that in his pack. Takes off his backpack, his bag holding, and not. This has gone away now, and I assume, Marlon, you'll recast yours yeah, in this area again to, to keep this as much on as you can. Mm -hmm. uh, you okay flying? I'm okay flying. You okay going, going first to make sure um, I'm safe to come, come through? Yep. Holds up a stone that you've seen him have on him. Uh, it's, it's his. It's not one of the special ones. It's his stone. as a transmuter wizard, and he... Right, after you. And he <laughs> turns into a pigeon. You walk over to the side here. Um, you stand on the very edge. You look down and you see the royal heat as pigeon him kind of just doesn't fly, just hops over. Looks down over with you. You two are within the dome now. Watching this as Annie just 
falls. Leans forward and... You don't see anything from where you are, but you do hear a... As um, Al will then... As you fall 100, 150 feet before you rest yourself and then go flying, getting some degree in front of, of, of Al to make sure there's not anything follow there. As you fly through those pathways, you do see that much of the lava has and fire has subsided. Some of the destruction is somewhat permanent, and you do see the remains of the various arcane golems still inert. The one that indeed did have its back half that didn't, didn't have, have legs has been crushed. It looked like it didn't have a lot of juice left. Either. It was just like crawling itself all from some storage area. Again, there are areas that you didn't explore that you can choose to if you wish at some point. But in any sense, as you jet yourself through, you do not see any major threats. Or any threats, I should say. As you enter this space here. The doorway is still open as much as it was when Morwen has a dragon and open it and you are jettisoning yourself flying, looking over as Al's a good 50 feet behind you, just slowly coasting through. This room is still a bathe in fire and a, and a wash with lava that has come up high. The moment you cross the threshold here, the second you do, your bracers react. All the rubies light up, multiple lines and rooms throughout this space, and it's like reddish lightning chain. You feel yourself not drawn in because you stepped in on yourself, but you almost instinctively lately, lately like try to nope, leave, and you can't as they draw you inward and then they dissipate but you still very much feel the impossibility of you leaving by any means not like you cannot pass through. you put your hand up and you just cannot pass through the doorway and you know you feel as if um, in ways you felt before when there's extra planar magic or the baby from teleporting you feel that exact same sense right now you are well and truly trapped within here. You fly through. The other special thing here, though, not only does that all that happen, you also feel intrinsically, while you are trapped, you feel intrinsically tied to this place. Like you belong here. It's an invasive alien and unwelcome feeling, even though it fills you with almost a welcome sense. I suppose that's part of the curse. It isn't something obvious unless you know what it is. You continue flying and you know that you and only you right now can abate this flame that is here. As you can come, rest yourself. They heat the fire within this space enough that it would scorch your toes. You feel you are awash in it and you are bathing as you close your eyes. Breathe it in. It is hot. You know it's hot. It is uncomfortable even for you in this space. It is above your threshold, I will, I will say. As Pigeon, P Pigeon Owl comes up, rides the thermal up to the top, 
<coughs> just kind of flying in lazy circles. You don't know what to do, but there is an element of understanding here, connectedness. And as you alight on the step here, looking over where you know that central plinth with that egg-shaped thing was, you breathe in. As you hold out your hands, you feel almost like time stop. Every flame, every lick of heat within this place you know exactly where it is, you sense it. And further down beneath, remember those conveyor belts that you had seen down there? They are not moving right now. Or I'm sorry, they are moving. They, are, they weren't moving when you first came in, if you recall. They are moving now, constantly moving. Hundreds of years worth of junk thrown into some areas over, over, over Yan just waiting. As the conveyor belt goes, it's just grabbing pieces and sending it through. How long that junk will last, we don't know, but again, it's a lot, a lot of junk. That's somewhere outside of the space. You do know right now that you need that to stop so you can abate these flames. The simple thought, the forge follows you very well. You hold out your hands and you can hear the gears stopping so those conveyor belts cease. You then breathe out. And as you breathe out, you see these horrible flames and lava levels slowly decrease. First, showing you this central area here where this circular thing, you're not, still not sure what it is with these robotic arms, though these words don't make any sense to you, are the first to present themselves as the lava and the fire decrease. You continue focusing, and you can even see the the walkway here now, the gears, the glass top, these extending down until after a minute, two, ten, you're not even sure. Time just seemed to tr trickle on past for you. <coughs> when next you open your eyes, you see that the place has resumed. It's the way it looked when you originally stepped through. You can even see conveyor belts now as you are up here and you can fly over here as Al will fly over in his, pig pit, in his pigeon form and appear next to you. The good thing is this golden metal and the, the mesh here despite the intense heat from all around whatever this is it does have an element of feeling it doesn't feel cool by any means but it does doesn't get to a thousand degrees if it doesn't melt anything of the sort. So as he lands, he's kind of like he's kind of like shipping from foot to foot, but it's not going to hurt him. For you, it feels downright cool. To you, anything metal like this or even the grates here feels cool to you. Do you know what to do next? I was hoping you would. I'm just going to make sure that you can leave this place. He comes over. I suppose if it floods, it all floods the same, so... He'll come over here and right in the center, he'll open up his thing and bring out the, the, the apparatus again. Leaving it in the chest where it is, but extending the arms and whatnot. And he's tinkering with that as you have an opportunity to sort of 
busy yourself as you walk around here, much like the Efreet. Again, this is not lost as he walked by, trailing his fingers across, leaving little trails of fire. You find yourself kind of doing the same. Leaving little trails of fire behind you. As you understand instinctively in this moment what this place is. Now, the sheet there does not tell you what the place is, but there is a word, there is a name for it that I'm not sure if you saw on the curse section in the description of it. Yeah, the name. You can, you don't have to say it now. No. You can tell it to your friends, assuming you am now successful in getting you out of here. Those, that word comes to you and you're, huh. But it all makes sense at the same time. The egg symbol here, elsewhere. What this thing is, you don't entirely know. But it is like that golden metal is encircled around. Now you, you can get close. Hell, you, you can even fly over or just crawl up and look at it directly here. It is glowing. It is like constantly warm. Like it's taking the heat from fire and love from below, channeling it up through these lines. You're keeping whatever this is piping hot. Again, I don't think you know exactly what it is, but you do understand that this is the true heart of this place. Not just this room, but the entire forge. Not just the below forge, even the above forge. I think you understand intrinsically that this place needs a will to run, to operate. It needs a fuel source of great power and a will to do it. And the trap that Ladra, Anatar, Orion put um, the Sultan in was he put on things thinking they had gift they trapped him when he came within here he was trapped and because they knew his true name they could compel him to do whatever they wanted him to do and that was the real trap of this place for him fortunately you believe you can control it on your your own you can get the conveyor belts to move without rising lava's whole place you can get the place to move to do what it was supposed to do Assuming Alabastus, because it is just you and him here right now, assuming, because he's the only one that knows the words, assuming he doesn't turn around and begin to, to command you of things. And that's a distinct feeling, I think, of vulnerability coming down here with just him in this place where that if we was trapped. This is the one place you don't want to be, and with the one person you don't want to be here with. Is there anything you would like to, to do as Al is setting up and pondering over and finishing his machinations with his apparatus there? You have a, a, a rare opportunity to be with him completely alone, far away from anybody else who could possibly come. What are the odds you're giving this sword, Al? The odds of me staying alive. I'm not looking to kill you, so. Well, I think if I fail, <laughs> I think my chances of making it are as good as they can be for what it's worth. 
How are you doing over there? Looks over his shoulder at you. Like it's been written in me the whole time. Now that you're here, do you have any new sense? Yes. You think you can control it? I do. his up, touches the top stone, those of the, uh, the elemental planes, those of the outer planes, the Shadowfell, the Fade Wild, Elysium, the Hells, spinning in this way, spinning in this way, as the elemental ones rotate, but also turn in this such a way. The very central stone, that of the material plane itself, just staying steady as they all turn so fast that it becomes almost a blur. And you hear him murmuring a prayer for his breath. And I think in this moment right now, you realize he didn't, he wasn't a hundred percent sure this would work. But also he couldn't have done it anywhere but here. Because the machinations are tied to this place itself. Turn it on, Annie. You reach your hand out toward this piece here. You touch, touch it. Your will ties it when you sense something within this. A large crystalline orb within that is so ancient and so full of unbelievable, unmitigated power that it makes the Sultan look small in comparison. Something so old, so primeval, that for a moment you have to reconcile your own understanding of time. We're going back before the Sovereign Host. We're going back before, um, you know, their war, before small folk. We're going toward what was this place designed for? What was created here? What would it require this place to be? And you understand the hallowed ground in which you stand and what unbelievable elemental forces with is trapped within the orb here that again makes the Sultan look small in comparison. What could have trapped it? You begin to wonder how small were even the were even the sovereign host compared to what came many millennia before that. We all stand on the shoulders of giants even giants themselves. As you open your eyes, they are red. Your hair begins to lift. Your toes lift off this place. Your lips move. Fire drifts off. The crown appears above your head and the conveyor belts begin to move as you tap into the unbelievable power within here that after so many millennia has not even begun to fade. Or if it has, it's such a, such a, such a small amount compared to the vastness within it. 
the gears of this vast place begin to turn anew. You guys, where you are right now, though it will take minutes for this to occur, you will begin to see that central cauldron, the hot tub, Ah, (laughs) which it has always been constantly kind of passively moving up and stuff. Now all of a sudden you see bubbles begin to, which you haven't seen before. As new life begins to come up, new heat begins to rise. And even through your dome, you begin to see and kind of feel like the, did did you stop being cool? No, it's just that amount of heat boiling up from that thing now moving through old channels that have them blocked with craggy black stone or slowly moving across lava drifts begin to move with new figure as more heat and lava begins to pour through this must be what Al wanted hopefully your friend and Al your two friends hopefully return As you separate your consciousness from this, you feel a sense of yourself linked to it. You believe it will continue moving this way for a time, but you may need to return here every day. In fact, you, you, know, you know intrinsically you may need to come, come here every day to restart this. When you re-began this process, whatever Al is tapping into here begins to work in a way as the astrolabe was spinning doing all that now there's lines of red as this place fills with the heat the raw magical elemental energy of this plane made manifest to make miracles happen begins to be sucked in and he goes you hear him say this and you don't think he intended for you to hear to hear him say it there goes nothing. As he claps his hands and through it. And you guys see above where you are, your eyes on that vat of lava, the hot tub, you see a singular gold coin that Al had left where he, before he and Annie have left. And it be let's get you out of here after you you go I push him well I grab his hand and then I go through so he can't stay behind hand in hand you walk through pulling him along Here on the other side, there. The portal remains for a time until until Al tries to grab the gold coin but, but can't, and you reach down effortlessly to pick it up and do that. This molten sort of portal vanishes. Put in his hand. Just an anchor point and he sighs a deep a deep sigh I don't like that 
Phoenix egg? No, I thought you were talking about the stone from the celestial oh. plane that does the big dragon. Oh, yeah, that elder. We all thought about Starlight. a different stone. Yeah, were you talking about the ones with the fishers <clears throat> in Penra? No, I, I don't believe we did. We should bring it here. I think if we have a chance to build a dragon, this is the best place for it. <laughs> Not all dragons are fine, huh? Does it matter when it's a heartstone forge? Drop that on. <laughs> I told you it's impossible to argue with her. So. <laughs> I, I know this. Why do I fucking try? <laughs> I know. I know. We're all fools. We always will be. That's just the way it is. All right. Fuck yeah. I mean, not a bad thought if that's how that shit works. <clears throat> I don't know how to hatch a dragon. Best I mean, place to start that I've heard so far. Purest form of metal. Besides me sitting on it. A touch of heaven's glow. Uh-huh. Blood given without nettle. Mm-hmm. And fires from below. Yeah, I mean, fires from below, you got that, I guess, yeah. Best fires from below you're gonna get. Uh, from, uh, if you're gonna find the purest form of metal, I would assume this would be the place as well. Right. And if I remain connected to the forge, I will give my blood without metal. I'm sorry, say that again? you remain connected to the forge what? I'm, I can give my blood. Oh, okay. I think that refers to... Say it again. Blood given without nettle. Uh, true. So, how would that be done? Without nettle? It has to be drained or some other way. Well, it just means... Given freely, right? That's what we figured out from those notes. That's what I assumed. Mm-hmm. Unless so, it was literal, but... But I think that was referring to dragon's blood, right? Maybe, yeah. I'm sure we could ask our friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially if it's on the path to healing. Yeah. I don't know if, um... Golanathol knows. My daughter is gonna be... Let's yeah, bring him yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we can try. There are ancient beings. We can ask them what they think about it, too. Like I said, I haven't heard of any place better to start. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to sit on that fucking egg. I tried once. They all laughed at me. <laughs> I just think this might be where they were originally made. Interesting. So if there's a place to start, that's a vibe I was getting, right? The vibe that you were getting, and again, you have to reframe your idea of history. Yeah. Is this may have been where the original dragon heart stones were forged. Mm -hmm. Those gems, those massive gems, well, gems, I won't say massive because they are big, but depending on, they can be bigger, bigger. Um, The gems that were infused with the the, the elements. Yeah. Yeah, The elementals, the Leviathans, the Phoenix, the whatever, right? that became the hearts of the dragons. The sense you got was this was where the original dragon, which were metallic in nature. Mm-hmm. This may also lend some uh, 
brief hint the way I was describing the Rook just called them draconians that you fought the smaller humanoid ones I said their their skin was like metal but there was flesh beneath it that's very much like the original dragons they were not mechanized they weren't like those arcane golems or Steve mm-hmm. they were metal but they were flesh in a way that makes us go well Josh how and I'm going to say I don't know I don't have to know that mm-hmm. simply is what they were mm-hmm. But you also know from, if you believe, the, the celestial dragon that you spoke with, the serpentine one, that the dragons were formed from these scrolls. Um, so there is an element of, well, huh? You know, exactly. When was this? Like, was this where they were created after the scrolls weren't all? Like, was every, maybe they created the first, like, one of each, and then this was made to copy those? The exact details aren't important. <clears throat> But history is a very long time. But you do, Annie, you are correct. This is a very, very old place. Older than I think any of you originally thought. And the original dragons, whether it's number one, number ten, early on in the process, this place was used, if nothing else, for the heartstones. If not, the other myriad rooms that are down there. If you went in there, maybe you'd see the likes of body parts wings and such in some in some way to perform this place was used in the forging of the original um, metallic dragons you don't think that the skull now couldn't be never mind I just think you know we already have an egg it's worth a shot yeah else why not well dragons are mighty different these days mm. I mean That'd be like taking my bare hand and dipping it in liquid metal, as opposed to dipping a sword in liquid mm-hmm. metal. It would hurt my hand quite a bit more than it would hurt the metal. Yeah. It heals. Yeah, I'm not. I'm just saying, like, we have to be careful. Yeah. But I'm not opposed to fried egg either. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is my ass ain't hot enough. Hungry. Your ass ain't what? Hot enough to hatch that egg? Oh. <laughs> Might be now. Mm-hmm. Didn't your people say it came from a fiery spout? Uh, like a magma pool type-esque thing, they said, yeah. But. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Some I place, like start. I said, some place to start. You, you know just as much about this nonsense as I do. I think I'm, I think I'm supposed to actually kill dragons, not hatch them. But. Mm-hmm. Well. If we could find one that would be willing to trap a... something... That would be good. Much like the moon. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. I don't know if there's a dragon big or bad enough to do what Moon Boy did. Yet. Yet. Good point. Yet. Yet. That's a good point. Has there been a dwarf down here in millennia? Well. That doesn't mean that there's not one now. If I remember Albas's memory properly, there was a dwarf at that party. It didn't end well for him. He died. Raphael, <laughs> are you ready for your part in this? Uh, as much as I can be, I think. As you step over, he'll finish his ritual to create the dome around you, blocking you two out of it. So you, so you got the hammer? Yeah. He, well, you watch him 
um, begin to scatter the... Uh, he opens up another chest and he starts to bring out multiple tools and whatnot. And remember how I described there being all those runes and glyphs and whatnot, magical symbols for the place, inert things. He begins to draw over them and he produces ink and, and ink pots and begins to just draw things in myriad of ways. Uh, in fact, I, t I take it back, he wouldn't make this yet, what am I saying, because uh, he needs to walk all the way around the whole thing. Just watch what I'm doing. You don't need to know what it is. But, you know, what do they say? Get in this zone. Auto zone. <laughs> when he uses his large brush, I'm talking a brush almost as tall as, 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 he, as he is, and he dips it in these large pots of, of, of ink, he draws with unbelievable detail calligraphy. The heat of these stones is so much that the ink immediately like dries close to it. You notice, or and you two probably as well, but you being so close, you notice that when you dip that this pot of, of ink, top of it seems to like shimmer, almost like a cosmic sense. You know, like like when you look up and light like the sky and whatever, like, like the galaxy sort of thing. He dips it in, kind of clings to that. It's a very cool sense when the ink itself dries very, very quickly to this unbelievably hot stone here, those little flakes of sparkles remain and you realize it's not something cosmic. There's probably, loosely, a hundred thousand gold worth of gem dust within this pot. Mm -hmm. And he's got seven pots. He sees you see this, and he kind of gives you a lopsided smirk, and he says, I told you this would be my, my greatest and maybe last creation. As he goes and he paints over all this thing, he spends the next six hours doing this. And you just watch and follow him through. It's hot. It's unbearable. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, he draws through all of your area there, covering all of it. There's ruby dust, there's emerald, there's sapphire, there's black, black, um, black onyx, there's opal, all these different inks and paints that he's had. All these, the gem dust, there's it must be intense amounts of things here. Then he puts away his giant brush and he gets down his hands and knees. He takes out a brush that has about three horse hairs on it. And he dunks in a much smaller pot. He begins to draw, he puts on a monocle. He begins to draw unbelievably fine lines throughout. This is the entire first day of work. Even though he said it, you're ready to swing that hammer, you don't swing your hammer at all. He simply wants you to be a part of this. And he reminds you that you will be a, your willingness will be a major part of this operation. And much like a small child watching their parent do chores, I will just bring him a glass of water every now and then. You just stand there and watch him, <laughs> like what he's doing. You fill, you, you fill a glass of water, yay big. As, and as you leave, it, it goes. <laughs> Spill half of it, the other half evaporates. Yeah. <laughs> um, if precipice isn't in my hand, does it still do the thing? Uh, mm -hmm. 
Okay. And at some point, I would give you precipice to just like basically hold over him. Yeah. To mm-hmm. give him just like a little That'll listing. Work. While you work. Yes. It'd be cool. Convenient that it won't. He's like, no, no, just spill, and then I'll look at the end. Oh, no, it's totally fine. Uh, it is a very appreciative thing. You're essentially holding a parasol, you know, the equivalent of that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Doing you, too. you too. It is small. <laughs> again, it's these small ways that you are using your um, artifacts, the way to fly to initiate this ancient forge to dip yourselves through lava, lava to wade through things and not be, be worried about, about the heat for you mm-hmm. to hand yours off simply to cool your mm-hmm. friends but things that would not be possible with the simple items of this degree mm-hmm. Al spends 12, 12 hours a day in <coughs> etching everything through during that time it gives you two a unique opportunity here to have any discussions that you two may wish to have just the two of you as al's not not doing this in science he's you know chit-chatting with you as much as he's willing to chit-chat his current <coughs> stand in front of you tell me to stand behind you stand behind you tell me to get over here and look at it what the fuck do you want get your doing balls that. out of my face <laughs> <laughs> i'm covered oh shit no you're right <laughs> so you two have an opportunity to have any discussions that you may wish to have I think something that Norman would do over the next couple of days, uh, probably nigh on day, is that uh, he would use his wild shape to go into water elemental. And so that people can like literally submerge themselves, and he would have like a little thing of soap, so people could like wash themselves if they wanted to. And it's about very wildly. intimate thing. To do, to do. <laughs> it's really weird, but so no, and I'm like inside of you right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm using the resources that I have. Okay, no, I love it. Covered in all those burns, that would be nice. To mm-hmm. Yeah. And so if you make the dome at some point, you would, you know, go and like slap them with water occasionally, and then come back in. Basically, just. Absolutely. Yeah. I can continue. I, I can kind of continue whenever. I just want to make sure you guys have the opportunity. Yeah, that's that's fine. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. As eventually Amal's Amal's <coughs> eyes need need rest and such. Um, he does reform his dome and earth. You 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 can pass between the two as you wish. Um, now we're gonna zoom forward quite a bit to the point of every day what's happening here okay Mm -hmm. the apparatus to teleport you out stays down there tied to it every day you and al or only you from now on al can't go back he can't do polymorph again that was that was that was a Transmuter oh. druid does not re- re- require stone thing. Mm-hmm. We could have saved that spell slot and given him the carpet. It wasn't a spell. Slot. Oh, okay. It's, it's, a, it's a transmuter. <laughs> it's a spell spell. Spell. Otherwise, it would not have had okay, it. Was okay. a, it was a go, one go, time go. without spell slot. Mm-hmm. If anybody wants to go down with Annie, you're free to, but it's not really required now, and you're more useful probably keeping the place mm-hmm. safe, and you need, need me used to maintain this. How does your flying work? Can you carry me? Are you strong? No? no? I no. can't. What about if I knock you out of the sky? Will you stay up there? I need my hands free. Gotcha. So kind of like if you had wings, per se. I'm essentially asking above the table the same flying rules apply to her? Or is it like the fly spell? Hers are actually special. 
hers are explicitly written on there. She knows the answer to that, but I don't know if Annie knows the answer to that or if she tells okay. you right now. Okay, cool, 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 cool. The answer to your question is on her is sheet. Is on the sheet. That's all I need that's to know. That's all you need to know. It is different than um, and then any of the things that you, you just said. Mm-hmm. Cool. So every day you can just fall off a Iron Man, fly yourself there through, have the same moment where you're linking to it, start it back up again, and then you, you go over and Amal showed you how to pass through there. He played plant plants the coin every time before you go, and it seems to work every every day. You, it's a pretty simple process. It's already tuned to exactly where he wants it to be, and it's very close. To, it's, on, it's on the same plane even, so it's not like it's a... You might be off by a few, a few, few a thousand miles. You should be anchored to that point, and as the next day, two, three, four go by, it happens every time. That's your position in this sort of, but not your only position in this. Mm-hmm. For example, the next time that you come up, the next thing that has to, has to happen is, is Al... We'll step through here. You'll step <coughs> through as well, Norwin. You um, you probably could get, get through as well, but you all kind of stay on this side. Mm-hmm. As Annie, you <coughs> you alone have to then come through here. Um, also, I think after a day or two, because you had said it to me, but these guys haven't seen it. I think that you guys would notice that the um, bangles went from her wrist where it might look like cuffs, like shack- shackles, and how you're not sure, but they've moved up to her arms, like here, mm-hmm. in a way kind of akin to what Felicia has. Like she has similar dangles like hmm. that. But whether that was <coughs> deliberate or not, or simply, yeah, like desert, more like her, her upbringing and whatnot, rather than the semblance of sh- shackles from here. She has no need for, you know, snow sleeves. I think at this point, would you have even taken off your um, stuff? Leather armor. Oh yeah, so I would have been naked. Way long time ago. In my yeah. So so Annie has. I'll go. I'll go so far as to say that you discarded your. Um, not like tossing the wild by any means, but you discarded your ripped, scarred, burn, slash through southern leather armor, and she lava. is in lava. Th- throws it over. Don't leave. Gone. She back. is just. <laughs> this is this is Annie showing skin in a very, very confident way. And unless you're actively applying your disguise self, you can always see those red sort of lines throughout and, and whatnot. What you have to do periodically is as they all flee to this side in this the Venn diagram section, you come over here and Al makes it clear this has to be hot. And you're like, yeah, it's lava. It's like, no, it has to be hot. And you go, oh, okay. And you reach your hand in, you see her reach her hands up to the elbow, mm-hmm. just the shadow cloak there, that crown of flame, and you close your eyes and you focus, and you literally turn this cauldron from the heat of lava to an active, almost volcanic state. You actively draw it up, because the more any sort of lava magnet is stagnant, it cools ever so slightly. Okay. Mm-hmm. First, you don't understand how could this make a dif- difference, but you do it and you pull your arms out and you <laughs> flick it. When she does this, fire engulfs her entire form. Her hair <laughs> whips up. <laughs> the heat's so intense that any fire or any clothing you may have had is fine, but little embers and scorch marks begins to. <laughs> 
come across. It's not often, but occasionally Al will say you need to really crank the heat up on this thing. Again, not all that often. Usually what you do in the, in, in the morning is enough, and then you just spend the rest of your day being, being awesome. Mm-hmm. Shut up! <laughs> As you two awesome then pass through, you see Burkfeth, your portion of this finally be- begins on the next day. As Al has on his chest and pulls open, and he... Uh, do you have the half of, 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 of Blood the Hilt or not? I think, I think you do. He takes a bag out, turns it, thank you, as you play some music, mm. dumps out all of the shards from uh, Morgana, Morgiana, Morgana. Morgiana. Why was, I was, I was going to fix my stuff. Yeah. Don't doubt yourself, you got it. Take all these black shards <laughs> that you guys knew know came from keep out chains, you know they come from something even before that, though you and you, you all kind of know where they came from even before that, before wherever it was, when Shash was shattered. As Al will make a lattice work, he has like a, a chain sort of lattice work, a trough here, and he dips it into to this. It's so intense, and he can't, to the point where you might might even, or you, because you're immune to fire, can't come and say, you know, you know little man, well, let's help you out here. You don't don't get in. The heat of this has to be so unbelievably intense because, as you pull it back up, those black shards just are magic, right? And magic is impervious to dam- damage theoretically, right? This forge is an important place. It is a magical place. The heat of this area here and and others, of course, as it comes up, is enough that it actually does heat these. To the point where he will he will then use tongs to g- grab them, lay them out on the anvil here, very very carefully. All these little pieces, and he actually you see he has done his homework. He has a scroll that he pulls out where he's mapped out every piece based on shape, on exactly where it needs to go. So it's like a puzzle. It's like a puzzle that he does first. Occasionally you or him, but you or you will probably come over and grab more of this right from the um trough, bring it over and pour it Forget over. Forget your shovel. I got it. <laughs> the stuff. I would offer, I'd be like, just tell me where you need me to put stuff. The unbelievable heat of this place is almost unbearable for, for any except for you. The amount of lava superheated by you you need to pour on this is so intense it curls even your mag- magical hair my non-existent eyebrows yeah your hair just like curls and frizzing like go back so you always have beautiful hair at least as mm-hmm. Al is just sweating and like like flakes and embers will come to him and kind of, kind of twitch like, oh you can yeah, I'm fine I'm fine he has fully dis- disrobed now he's only wearing his whitey tighties mm-hmm. um maybe like, I'm talking he's got his heavy leather boots on mm-hmm. and that's it that's mm-hmm. all that this guy has you see his emaciated very old gnomish skinny kind of sagging skin by a body there and he goes start hammering just over and over and over again we need to merge these these pieces into one no problem get to work you grab this this haft. You kind of do the thing where you swing it up. Your hand shifts to the end, and you use all of the massive momentum of it. Boom! And that first time, Earth goes boom. 
Norman, you're watching from mm-hmm. here. The embers, the sparks, as the hammer flies through the air, it <laughs> erupts in molten fire. As it hits, <laughs> flakes of it hit. Fortunately, you're com- confident in the, the ability here. It kind of hits the up front of the dome. <laughs> Fade and drip. You get struck full in the face and smile as <laughs> does nothing. Al, he's like, maybe I will step back over here. And he steps over, steps over here as he begins to prepare his step of this as, as well. As you can go wherever you want. Yeah. Every hammer swing that you make. <laughs> Like lava splashing fire. Every single step of the way. Four strikes a minute. Every minute for eight hours. Every half hour, more lava needs to be brought over and pour it on there, which the, the anvil does have rivulets and whatnot, where it's not, it doesn't always stay there, it does like kind of come down, but every time you hit from your hammer, from the lava, it splashes, and those flakes come off. You are burned, you are singed. However, m- mostly your pauldron is the perfect item for you to have, because you can use your reaction to turn to sort of gobble up that bit of flame. So you might take some specks of damage here and there, but between your um, spell, spellcraft, and, and mm-hmm. yours are just your, your healing kits. I'm um, not really worried about the small little little bits there. It should mm-hmm. hurt. Mm-hmm. After the first day, I know we kind of zoomed forward and back a little bit here, saying, "Well, what we're doing every day." After the first day, or if I know, Annie, you watch this. It's a full eight-hour work work day. You've done four swings every minute. That's 240 swings and, and, and an hour for eight hours straight. During that, Amal has left several times to put his hands on some circle, some arcane nonsense over there, and lines will come, crawl up the anvil, and you see his spell stitching at work for the first, first time ever. It's not all at once, not all, it's not like seven days of work and then here it is, it is parts and parts and parts. As you see, it's not, you are hammering through, you are seeing these pieces flatten and merge together due to the unbelievable heat. Mm-hmm. You're flattening the pieces and merging them to be a flatter, wider th- thing than it was be- before. Um, looking ugly as fuck, but Al's, it. Al's spell <laughs> stitch, stitching is such that he is sharpening the edges, flattening out parts of it. It is an, an ugly hunk. Nowhere near complete after the first day. Leah. I want you to understand, I want you two to understand this also, that this is an impossible task. You would need the world's best spell stitcher in the world to make an artifact from two broken pieces. But more than that, you would need a blacksmith capable of withstanding these harsh conditions, capable of repeat actions. Um, Steve would have never accomplished this. And do you know why? Because it's weak. (laughs) Because for every swing of the hammer, I'm going to have you 
every swing. That's 240 per day times um, times seven days here. No, I'm sorry, 240 times eight times seven, seven okay? What's 240 times 56? Is that right? Four times 60, 240 per hour times eight times seven. So yeah, 240 times 56. 13,000, wait, those are two different numbers. So 240 times eight. Times, times eight times seven. Seven. 13,440. I need you to roll a d20 that number of times. And I want to make this very, very clear. If you fail even once, this sort will not be created. But what you need to what you need to do is you need to roll a blacksmithing check using your strength modifier, so a strength check. The DC for every single swing is 20. And now you see why this is something that you might go, well, of course, Josh. No, this is this is this is a very serious thing. This is something where I want to really emphasize that you are now seeing you the calm one with an with an artifact. You guys were all there in the water plane together seeing this fight through that. Annie's artifact may have been a surprise, but you've seen her adapt to the unbelievable majesty and power, raw fire, and, you know, the 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 element of destruction, but also the element of passion. What could describe Anaxoria more than that? Also, in a way, shackles, which I think also in some, some ways describes, describes Annie, whether self-described or not. But now you see your friend, perfect, forging his own path forward, forging his own artifact. And you see a mortal person continuously swinging a hammer. I thought your hair goes from mortal. <laughs> 13,000 plus times every single time with unerring precision. With unbelievable force. To the point, Urfile, where I would go so far as to say within the first day, you easily fall into a meditative state. How else could, how could you not? Mm -hmm. As that first day goes by, you find yourself breathing rhythmically. You remember the words of comrades that you haven't heard them for some time. Breathe. Sometimes you feel like another hand or two, when it seems a little bit too much, you feel like another hand or two are, are grabbing yours, helping lift, lift the, the, the hammer up. Sometimes you feel like once in a while one is turning ever so subtly. Things that are so subtle they might not even be real at all. But you're used to reality being what you make it to make it to be. You hammer an insane amount. Every day you return to the dome here. Norman gets his staff back and he just it, it, you are the baby of the group pretty much <laughs> your arms you guys see earth walk, walk in sweat just nothing but sweat mm -hmm. and just hands shaking not out of anything other than just that boom feel but he never failed even one time thousands of swings and never once did his hammer not strike true an unbelievable feat but you see it 
and earth, I will go so far as to say that every night, every day, because who knows what is day and night here, it's very easy for you to fall asleep through sheer tiredness of oh, passing out within the dome. I don't care what day it is, but I want to give the mic back to you, the floor back to you guys to have any conversations you may have. It could be the first day, it could be day four, it could be day five, as this rhythmic thing goes on. You go like the forge, you come up, swing, swing, arms tingling, flex, burns across yourself from the <laughs> things that occasionally come up that you don't move away from. You all have a moment here to um, talk amongst yourselves through the exhaustion. <coughs> you don't have to. Right? No, I'm trying. That's what I'm trying to think of. There's anything <coughs> to talk about? There would be one day where it would take over an hour for Annie to come back from downstairs, and mm. then I'd reappear. And where were you, Missy? Garfed my name into the wall. Felt right. Sure, I guess. Had all his scratchings. True. So I just put big Annie was here. I like it. For the next fool who puts on a magical artifact and walks into their own cell. Mm. <laughs> hey, at least you were smart enough to walk in with a key. Better than what we could say for his majesty. Um, Figured you two wouldn't leave me behind. As he didn't ride, Anna Zoria, they shackled but unchained. Ooh. Well, that sounds way cooler. It's <laughs> <laughs> taken at least two hours. The next day, she's gone for two hours. <laughs> yeah, it's just us here's crossed out, and the rest is there. It's good. I like that. That's a good name. Maybe you should do all the naming in the guild. That was a good one. Yeah, flash of inspiration. I like to sit here humidifying. <laughs> <laughs> you got a lot of time to think over here in your nice little cold dome. Yeah, uh, occasionally. Uh, like near the end of the day, no one will go water elemental, so people can just walk through them <laughs> and just be like, here's your rinse off. Spread out. I just want to lay down. Lay yep. down in it. Oh. Yeah, I'm just like a pool. <laughs> I'm peeing. I'm sorry, is that a problem? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Do you think it's working? Well, uh, I'm pretty sore and things seem to be holding together, but as far as the shit Al's doing, I don't know if it's working. But um, You even, as, as you got to talk, you even <clears throat> see him now going over and repainting over sections after, after scrubbing some other stuff off. Not a thing that you like to see, but he has done it several times all Ready. Just the process. Yeah, still no voice in my head, so blood sure shit ain't back, but he said that was a non-starter to begin with. Don't expect it. Which, hey, honesty out of hell, that's a surprise, right? Yeah. What about the other voices? We've seen a bit off lately. Or on? I don't know. Things have been more quiet than usual. I don't know if it's a good thing, but... Doesn't seem to slow you down. Well, I've had a lot of help in practice, let's just put it that way. 
Did you lose them all when you lost blood, or...? I don't know if lose them. Lost track, maybe, is the right way to say. So, but, uh... Do you remember what I told you about Wild Knight? Mm -hmm. That I figured something out about this whole thing? Mm -hmm. Best way I can think to explain it is... Imagine if, if what I can do, the power is behind a closed door, but then someone opened that door for me and left it open. Recently, they slammed that door shut for some reason. So, I can still get to it. I just gotta bang my head against the door really hard to do it. <laughs> Does that make sense? Doors are the hardest thing for us <laughs> to get through. Not anymore. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But you can still get to it. Yeah, I think. I mean, it's been working so far. hasn't hasn't been going as smoothly, but saved your ass once or twice. It has. So. Yeah. I appreciate the concern, but I think I think I got a pretty good grip on things. I hope I do, anyways. From the way you swing that hammer and say you do. Oh. Just lucky, maybe. That's not luck. That's a file to steal. <laughs> Thank you. I'll try to remember that next time. Next time I need to. Yeah. Sounds good. I mean, I do hope they come back. Never thought I'd say this, but it's a little too quiet. But you can just keep whispering into your ear. Yeah, you already kind of do that now. <laughs> Gotta put a fucking bell on this kid. He just shows up out of nowhere. Yeah. I just saw some tinfoil. It's like, here's the mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> right at home. <laughs> I mean, I can still do this, and I'll push one of you. Not you, because you'll go out of the thing. No. I'll push you. <laughs> hey, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, come back. <sighs> so. Yeah, still pretty cool. Yeah, figuring it out one step at a time. Yeah. I, uh... I feel stupid saying it this way, but I just... I hope nothing bad happens. I'll put it that way. To you guys. Like, it has... Almost sometimes in the past, maybe once or twice. No, well, somewhat fast, and she can fly now. So it's true. When are you able to get to you? Yeah, hopefully you don't sprout like anger wings, <laughs> like flay the flesh off your back into like some nasty. <laughs> well, not don't to challenge mention, me. Even if I'm not flying, not only can I look extremely beautiful so you don't want to hit me, I can then roast you for every second you're near me. Mm, that's cool. true. Yeah, see so you two, you think you too have power. To literally handle. Oh. oh. I can't just run. You, you think you got power. But all you have is spell circles. And the hope that when you're out of them, I am no longer standing. It's me. <laughs> 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 I lost hope a long time ago. <laughs> Right. Swing on something more certain nowadays. 
Okay. Uh, I will stand behind her. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I hope you get your ancestors back quickly. Yeah, I'm gonna keep trying, keep asking. If there's anything I learned from them, it's that you don't quit. I mean, they're dead and they're not done. <laughs> yeah, touche. So. When I finally don't come back, just let me rest. <laughs> mm, nah, that's, that's, not, that's not part of the deal. Oh, shit. <laughs> we got you for like another 70 years tops, you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would be really old then. Mm. I mean, I'm 24. Mm. My people tend to live to be like ooh, 80, 90. Can't All right. So, mm-hmm. Six, mm-hmm. 60 years? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we'll just... Well, she keeps skulls uh, on her counter. <laughs> hey! <laughs> I bet mine would be quite pretty. Quite the conversation Lovely. piece with those horns, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And if we get lonely, we'll just um, speak with Dad, and there you go. It's like you're there. But she's the one that does that. Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, ninth level circle, I can kind of do it as a one of the Shadow Kai. Oh, there you go. So. See? So we'll always have you to talk to until your soul gets shredded. Perfect. Yeah. Wait, aren't you bound to the Raven Queen? Yeah, Speaking we'll see of people, what happens. We'll see what happens. You're asking me all about my ghosts and shadows mm-hmm. in my closet, yet you are literally bound to and serving the Queen of Death. Yeah, that's not for certain, though. She hasn't been doing so great. I still see your drumstick there. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to heal her. And I don't know how much longer she will last. Maybe we'll find a way. And what happens when she's gone? I don't know, maybe someone steps into the place, or... I'm not sure. I have a feeling it wouldn't be me right now. I'm sure I'm not making any friends. Are you sure? Aren't you one of the only ones she left with her power? I mean with a leech. A leech that I will need to kill. (sighs) Well, who's to say the Raven Queen can't change her mind about some things? Why is it all to be done in absolutes? Because that's pretty much her thing. It's kind of like saying... I don't know, she changed the rules. Yeah. 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 Sometimes there has to be an exception for there to be a change. Mm. We'll see. Speaking of which, is living with Annalise going to be a problem for you? No, we came to an agreement. Hmm. It'd give her a head start. Might be kind of you. Especially now, she can't even know. She can't even fly away from you. She's totally fucked. <laughs> How fast can you fly? Not, not fast. Just about as fast as I can run. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, so that's not fast. No. <laughs> right. No. That's still respectable, nonetheless. Fly that way. I still have my liar, though. Yeah, that's true. Which is still as fast as flying. Yep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you can fly faster. You've seen that. Yeah. Okay. A little bit. No, it's a little bit. Oh, so you have to climb 50 feet per turn. 
sure? Yeah, I was like, I think your flying speed should be faster with this thing, right? The, the spell that you're emulating adds, tw- adds 20 to your speed as well. Uh, as well as the other the, the other effect, which is... I, I, I'm not sure if you looked up the spell. I, obviously, I again, I g- gave her a list of this fucking big totally. without yeah. really time to look at it. I was just looking at that. Right, but you have to look at what this spell okay. is. This is actually a spell. Gives you many effects, okay. which gives you multiple effects that are better than just, oh, you can't fly. There is multiple effects to that spell that you can look up. That makes sense. It is almost time for us to, us to wrap up. So oh, yeah. I, Sorry, Leo, you're not going to get your sword this session. Didn't but also, think I was going to. I thought... I thought you would, but actually I'm loving the talking and maybe it's a good that we're going to spend another week so you guys can think of any other... I just... I'll say, say this as your DM. I don't know how many more opportunities the weirdly confined as you may be here you'll have to just have these sorts of talks. So spend Uh-oh. a week thinking... Oh, no, that's not what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time you've been trapped in a space for a week forced to you know, talk? Yep. Never. It'll probably Once a week. It'll probably never. <laughs> I'm ruining the moment here. What I'm saying is maybe it's not a bad thing that we're ending soon here, so you guys have time to really think about any lingering thing. Like, hey, mm-hmm. I really wish I brought this up with just you while you were off hammering, or just mm-hmm. you while you were off down the forge. Unique opportunity here that you all have individual moments to have, or as a group things, or individual moments that you wish to have separately. I don't care. Um, with that said, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to end this. I meant to say, uh, wrap up That's your conversation, good good. and we'll uh, pick up next time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Sounds like we are ending there. Yep. Okay. Damn, Damn it, that was a good spot. Never talk. No, uh, that was a good spot. Damn it, Jess. <laughs> Perfect. So, yes, we will end here officially. Mm-hmm. Uh, dedicate this uh, se- session to, to Brittany. So, it's there for forever and ever and ever and ever as we find yeah. a right, new. D-Rit. Powers raised from the depths, and um, it would be a little bit bizarre to hand out two artifacts the same session. So let's let's separate mm-hmm. that. Base it out, man. Technically, you did one, two. <laughs> I will pick up next time exactly where we are here, but I will leave you with a little tiny something, which is. Without an effort to keep that barrier intact, does that mean this place is now visible to those who may be nearby? Perhaps there may even be a hunter of sorts hired by another fake figure to track down and hunt a powerful beast of elemental fury. What is that that over there? I swear I've n- never seen that be- before. And now you can stop. <laughs> Son of a bitch! Oh